Yo, yo, yes, yes. Welcome to Conversations of the Heart. It is your boy, t Till. Today we're going to be talking with Devon Livingston. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to be talking about health and fitness, things like that, you know. So just rock with me for a little bit. Appreciate y'all. More beats. Talking about lifestyle. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things today. I'm looking forward to the conversation. It's going to be a good show. Devon Livingston. Definitely, uh, he's he's doing his thing in this space, so definitely looking forward to having this conversation with him, uh, because you know, health and fitness is is uh so important for us. Just gonna wait for him to tap in. Oh man, so with Conversations of the Heart, you can check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, man, there, there's so many of them. Uh, uh, we're on just a, a lot of different platforms right now. I'm so blessed. Um, iHeartRadio.com. You can also find that here. DJ Teddy Graham's in the building. Yes, sir. My brother. What's going on? We got to have a conversation, brother. Off to the side, though. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man. So it's been, um, it's been, uh, it's been an interesting, uh, been an interesting 2021 so far. We got the inauguration tomorrow. A lot of crazy things about to happen. Um, but you know, the one thing that we got to do is maintain, uh, uh, our health and fitness and you know i myself need, need need to get back on this game so um i'm looking forward to having devon here and uh all right he is here my brother what's going on how you doing good good man devon I appreciate you doing this, man. I appreciate you coming on with me, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, no doubt. The pleasure's all mine, bro. I appreciate you reaching out and um and less and us finally getting to connect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know it's funny, man. Um, I swear, I think it had to be maybe three or four years ago. I said, I, I don't know in what capacity that we're gonna be able to do something. I said, but one day I, I said me and Devon are going to do something. I didn't know it was going to be this. Um, right, or maybe right. something, something different in the future, man. But definitely thank you, man. I think it's needed for the community. It's needed for us, man. And you're one of the leaders, the, the premier leaders, especially from Queens, man. So um, definitely want to salute you on all, all the incredible work that you've been doing, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you. That means a lot, man. So, And thank you to you, too. Shout out to you for doing this. Um, and you've been, you've been at it for, for a while. So um, yeah, man. I, I definitely, I definitely uh, appreciate your your perseverance and continuing to do this even even during these times. Like I said, we, like you said as well, we both need this. The whole community needs it. So anyone that's following you, they uh they they definitely getting a lot. So thank you for con continuing to give all that you can to everybody, all your followers and everything like that. Appreciate you, bro. Um, so let's talk, man. Um, yeah, what's up? You you are the CEO um of Losing Tone fitness correct yeah yeah um so i know you've been at it for a long time i mean you've been 14 years i think 14 years in, in the game um of, of fitness man so how did you grow that from you know just personally working out and, and staying in shape to now wanting to just give back to others and become a trainer and a coach so i mean re really quickly just give a little bit of bio yeah this this 2021 will make 14 years that I've been a certified personal trainer. So I got certified right wow. after high school in 2007. Um, the, need, the need came really uh, m more so because I saw what my immediate family, the, the health issues that they were facing. Um, I was an athlete in high school. 
um, and then also went to college for, for sports med and athletic training. So my, my goal was to train athletes, right? Um, and then during high during um, you know, definitely high school at right afterwards and going into college, mm-hmm. I started working at I started working for a gym. Um, mm-hmm. it was at, it was it was during that time, during that transition that I was at the gym and uh, the clientele I was training were, were I was working in the city in one of the gyms. I, was, I started out in Ballard's in Jamaica, and then I started working also at uh, near Kelton Racket on 50th in Madison, right? And at the time, I think mm-hmm. I was like, by that time, it was like 20, 2009 or something like that. I was I was 19 years old, right? And I just remember the sessions being like $110 a session, right? $110 a session. I was probably making like $60 an hour or something like that, right? And, I, and wow. in my mind, I was just thinking, you know, money aside, like the clientele I was training, no less aside, I was like, I don't know too many people that could afford this type of type of training, you know, let alone I'm the one facilitating the service, you know? Right. So I was like, but, but I know a good amount of people that need this, mm-hmm. you know? So this, this is, this is, you know, 20, 2007, I, I don't think fitness was as big as what it is now. You know, we, we, we didn't really grow up in it. We, we didn't grow up in the Instagram era. You know what I'm saying? Like the nope. kids in high school are right now. So, you know, you didn't see right. too much fitness. It wasn't like a cool thing to be doing or whatever. But I was like, yo, I know some family members that need this. You know, my immediate family members had things like high blood, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, mm-hmm. uh, being overweight. So I, I seen that, that struggle in my, in my household. And to be totally transparent, you know, I, I've helped my mom lose a, lose a lot of weight. At her, at her heaviest weight, she was over 300 pounds, you know. Um, wow. and that, yeah, and I had lightest, you know what I'm saying? That, so that was, you know, that's that's really my testimony, my drive behind what I do. Um, and I remember shooting like a YouTube video or something like that very early early on. And, and my mm-hmm. goal was to always help people and really help uh, specifically moms. You know, because again, mm-hmm. that was that was my drive. So yeah, so putting all of that together, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to start teaching classes. Like I said, I didn't know too many people like afford a hundred dollar session, but I was like, you know what? If I had a, had some space to teach a class, maybe I can get ten people in a in a room and train them at ten dollars a piece or ten dollars a head. So right. that was how the that's how the business idea kind of really uh, was birthed. And I and I found a friend that had a dance school. And I said, mm-hmm. "Hey, I put, pitched them my, you know, my idea. They asked me if they can help me facilitate a class. It was, it was kind of like it all came together at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really it. So it was it was the noticing that there was a need in my community, having the passion to want to do it, and then you know just being aligned with the you know with the right people. And and, and the business idea was was definitely like I need to do like a class because I need to be right. able to reach more people at one time. Right. Right." Um, so let, let's tell the people just all the types of classes, first of all, that you offer. So, so now I'm doing, um, I mean, all, my business is completely online now. So anybody that's mm-hmm. watching right now can jump into a class. So it's not like before. Um, and we'll right. get into that, you know, COVID has definitely helped me to be able to pivot, uh, my business mm-hmm. now and I can reach anyone literally all over the world. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I facilitate, uh, stretch and recovery classes, um, have strength training classes, uh, like upper body, lower body, core classes. I do HIIT training, so that's high intensity intensity high training. Intensity. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. things that people see, like the burpees and all of that. Some of them are the high intensity work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do like body weight calisthenic type classes. So strength. Also, oh. also of course, my cardio kickbox class, which people you know definitely love. That as high energies, more rhythmic, mm-hmm. you know things like that. So uh, definitely, and, and the soca music gets everybody going. So that's always a plus. But um yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that man because what I do notice is what you do. I've seen it, you know, back pre-COVID. You know, right. I saw you were in Roosevelt Field. Like I saw you was doing like a juve. It was like <laughs> a whole juve class, man. I was like, yo, this guy's on a different level. Like well, in Roosevelt, in more like that, <laughs> which was very surprising. I was like, that's more like Green Acres, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, I keep it a hundred, yeah. you know what I'm saying, but. But I was like, yo, you out there doing that in Roosevelt Field, man. So, man, that's just a testament to, to the work that you've been putting in, man. And I see you and you in, in the parks doing it, man. And you would get, like, just collaborate with other um, fitness trainers, too, that – and you guys collaborate, and you guys seem to be having a party. And I was like, man, like, that's definitely tight, man. Like, you bring in something completely different, man. Um, so, not nah, definitely, man, salute to you about that. So, now, you mentioned it before about pivoting, and I've seen your – I've seen your – you kind of – from like five years ago, grow tremendously to where you are 
you know, now, like, your whole business plan, man, um, has been amazing, bro. Um, and so COVID hit, and gyms shut down. Places that indoor shut, shut down. So I guess my question to you is, how important is it, just even in life, uh, but of course in fitness, too, to, like, to, uh, to learn how to adjust, right? And, and then just kind of just pivot. Like, how important was that for you? Because your life completely changed, too from a business standpoint, too, being an entrepreneur. So it's like you have to reinvent your whole business. So how important is that? I mean, it's, it, it's very important. It's, it's completely, you know, it could be detrimental to your business or to your life period to not have another plan or not to be able to shift and, and pivot. You know, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's the, the idea about, the, the idea with any entrepreneur, right? It's like, you know, I want to I wanna give this service or sell this product but how do I how do I fit it into certain to to uh how do I fit mm-hmm. it in people's needs right and how do mm-hmm. I create less friction and have my clients find me and stuff like that in the best in the best possible way and you know with with COVID especially with the gym shutting shutting down and to be totally honest and transparent I wanted to I wanted to do more more things online and create some type of online service for a while so COVID was like the push the push, the push to do it you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. you know it uh it definitely was was time for it to be done. But like I said, so, as soon as it happened, it was just a matter of, you know, I, I think back to think other times when I've had to quickly change things or or, or, or make make something happen, right? <laughs> it doesn't make, right. make something happen really quickly. And when COVID, <laughs> it was like, I need to find a, the, the, the best platform to do it, which was Zoom, you know, it was quick. So uh, mm-hmm. I need to find a way, I need to have a way to quickly contact all my clients you know, and that came with like having a support group and, and letting them know, you know, so I think that with anybody, especially, you know, specifically speaking for anyone in, in business, doesn't matter what business it is, but having a, having a way to contact clients and, and reach out to them so that they know exactly what you're doing, where you're going to be at, how to purchase or service a product, you know, it's really, really important. So, you know, I was for a while, I was doing just out, outdoor classes and, and my mm-hmm. clients were like, hey, I'm fine with doing outdoor you know, for as long as possible, as long as it's not snowing and raining, if it's not exactly below 20, you know, so again, and, and then it's also about creating a culture, right? So anyone that knows me or follows me knows that I'm, 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 a, I'm about training, you know, I'm about, yeah. I'm about what I say that I do, I'm, I'm about like, let's get it done by, by all means, you know, as long as, as long as it's safe, you know, let's be, let's be safe about it. And, uh, but, but however we can facilitate something, like I'll, I'll definitely, definitely do it so you know it's just like i said i already had the idea of wanting to do it it, it now i had the need for it you know so right. it definitely you know it, it it makes a difference when you can quickly identify a need and then move to that space so clients can find you mm. or customers so yeah so speaking of like you know clients and and, and clientele and, and things like that um how did you turn your passion in, into income because what I've realized, you know, I know fitness is is a thing now, right? A lot of people are doing it. So you you've been doing it for since you came out of high school. It's a different thing, but now it's a wave now, right? Models are doing it. Everybody's doing it, right? Like that that's the thing. But you turned your passion into income, I think, at an earlier age. So if there was anything that you would could tell, you know, a, a young brother or sister, you know, that has a certain passion about turning excuse me, that has a passion and wants to turn it into an income, what would your advice be? My, my first advice to anyone that's looking to turn, turn their hobby into a, into a, to a lifestyle, you know, their, their passion mm-hmm. to profit would definitely be to perfect that craft, you know, to mm-hmm. really like hone in on what it is that you want to do to uh, find the way that you want to do it. You know, cause I, I mean, a lot of people could be in a, you know, there was, and, and and I'm gonna just jump around a little bit so to stay with me. Yeah. Um, when I first started, I wasn't doing group classes. That's another thing. Was also, I was I wasn't I wasn't trained as a as a as a group instructor, right? Um, I was just doing personal training. But like I said, mm-hmm. I had to figure out a way. And, mm-hmm. and I'm good with kind of talking to people and connecting with people. I, like I'm not uh, an introvert. I'm not really. A, I'm not a shy person. I'm fine with talking right. to people and things mm-hmm. like that. So again. I saw that as a personal trainer. I wasn't doing group fitness in the in the first gym that I worked in probably for like two or maybe two or three years. It wasn't until I I started my first class where I had to talk to 
you know, more than one or two people at a time. And, and, and there is when I really honed in on the skill of how to do that, how to keep people's attention, you know, giving people mm. what they need, being able to, being able to be like multiple places at one time. And, you know, that's really, that's a skill, you know? So yeah. some people may see like, oh, teaching group classes and having like a really big boot camp and things like that, you know, 20 people in a room, 30 people in a room, whatever. As, as something that they want to do. But, it, you know, if it's not you, it's not going to come off genuine. It's not going to come off, like, natural in your business. So I would say right. definitely hone in on your craft, right? Hone in on, on, on perfect your craft as much as you can. When you're ready to step out, you know, know which way you're, you're trying to do that. You know, whether it is, like, one-on-one, you know, if you're selling a product or something like that, make the product as best as it possibly can be. Uh, you know, as far as marketing goes, I remember to this day, and if she jumps on here, she'll tell you as well, I was in this street, like, walking up and down Linden Boulevard and Queens, Farmers Boulevard, Merrick Boulevard, mm-hmm. giving out flyers to my class, right? Like, hey, check out my class. Hey, you work out? Check out my class, blah, blah, blah. You know, flyers, mm-hmm. like, flyers. And I actually happened to bump into to someone else that, that's another instructor. Her name is Rain Hudson, actually. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Rain. Anyone that knows Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still an instructor to this day. And she was like, I'm an instructor, too. <laughs> and and uh, we know we just got we just started talking, but she always tells that story like, yo, you weren't afraid to like walk up to people with flyers and like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So you have to be out there marketing. I mean, now it's different, of course. You got social media, but it's the same. It's the same deal, right? If you yeah. know, videos, print, like doing infographs, writing things down, pictures. You know, you got to mm-hmm. be be out there. So um, yeah, yeah, so definitely don't be afraid to promote your business. Be out there. If you don't mm-hmm. promote your business, no one else will. You know what I'm saying? And and don't be afraid to. Uh, to ask for help because I had a, a whole lot of help on the way. You know, I think there's this 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 uh this big idea with people that want to start businesses and stuff like that and like being self-made right. is like they gotta struggle mm-hmm. through to 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 you know whatever level of success you want to want to be at, whatever whatever that mm-hmm. is for you, whatever that looks like, like oh, I'm gonna do it on my own. But I had a lot of help throughout the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had people that just stepped in and was like, I want to help you because they just saw the passion, the level of what I was doing. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is where this is this is the gap that needs to be filled, and I can help you with that. I was like, why not? <laughs> why not? I, no. I don't know that space. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so I would definitely say to to learn your craft as much as you can, know in what capacity you want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, you know, try it out. If it doesn't work, you switch it up and do something again. Promote, 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 promote yourself. Mm-hmm. Ask your friends, your family members, uh, coworkers, anybody. I was. At the time, I was I started started doing losing tone fitness in my classes. I was working at the gym. Mm-hmm. I was also working at JC Penney. Shout out to JC Penney. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had other, I had other jobs going, bro. So it was like mm-hmm. everyone knew, you know. And and probably uh, I'm I'm saying it last, but the one of the most important things is that you literally have to eat, sleep, breathe that business. You know, you have to be you have to be your business at all times. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? People would see me, people would know what it was, you know, talking to people. And they were like, oh, you, you have fitness classes, don't you? Like, oh, you're into fitness? Like, mm-hmm. that's what everyone knew before. You know what I'm saying? Motivated. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever your business is, people, you know, nowadays, you know, people have like a business page and a personal page. And it's like, yo, your mm-hmm. personal page needs to be a business page. It needs to be no, <laughs> that's exactly no question yeah. asked about what you do, what you're about. People need to see mm-hmm. it from your personal page, the way you talk, the way you walk. You know what I'm saying? The products that you're using, everything. It, it really needs to be you. Like, you need to live your brand day in and day out. Oh, great. Shout out to Sirius Voice. Shout out to Dara. Shout out to George who's in the building. George said, nobody's going to promote you like you. Um, and, that, and, and that's 100% true. Um, so so let, let, let's, let's really get into it. So it's, it's the new year. You know how it goes. New year, new me. I got to drop 50 pounds in two weeks. I got to get it going. I got to... I got to get these resolutions, right? Um, six pack in six weeks. Six pack in six weeks. You know how it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to Cancun and, and you know, not me, but I'm saying people going to vacations in Cancun in March and February and April. Right, and it's just back. like, yo, um, right? So, but let's, but let's be real, you know, about the, the truth of that. That's not a real thing. Nah. So one of my boys, he, and he's a finance coach. He says that he sets his financial goals starting I think in October, mm. right? So he starts his in October. He, he was like, I don't want to wait till one one. He said, I got to get money in like at least around ten one. He said it's different. So for you, 
as far as you know, I like to use really like resolutions like that. But everybody has these these resolutions, these fitness mm -hmm. resolution goals for one one. But for your fitness goals, what do you suggest that that people should should start their 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 yearly goals? When 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 should they start their yearly yeah. goals? Yeah, like when do you think? Like should it be one one or should it be like you know October one? You know, like just different people have different things. So I just want to know, like, what do you think about that? So I'm gonna say that. My, my honest truth is that people should start way ahead because I don't I don't think January first gonna come and you're just gonna flip the switch and everything is gonna change for you, right? But mm -hmm. you know, people also need to be realistic with themselves and have that self awareness of you know what type of people that they are. Some people really, mm -hmm. some people are like the all and nothing type of people, and they can go yeah. cold turkey and switch it on. But some people, a, a lot of people, need to take their time and and, and do things and really establish a habit. Right, in order for it to, mm -hmm. and, that, and, and any part of your life, you need to establish some type of habit. It takes time to really do that. So, mm -hmm. I would definitely say it needs to start from around Thanksgiving or before Thanksgiving because the holidays are, are, are rolling mm -hmm. in. You know, anyone with children knows, like from Halloween, it's like the Halloween candy starts, and then not, then the Thanksgiving food is. You got Thanksgiving food, and you got Christmas. You know what I'm saying? You got De December, you got New Year's. So it's a lot mm -hmm. back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. I would say realistically, at least eight weeks before the year starts, at least, at, mm -hmm. at least eight weeks. You want to already go into the year with, with momentum. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I would say you definitely, definitely need to do that. And then before the year starts, you really need to set up a plan. You really need to set up a mm -hmm. plan. Man, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I think Thanksgiving started for me last March. Um, <laughs> Nah, nah, I'm gonna tell, nah, tell you the truth. I'm gonna be honest. I'll be honest with you. You know, be honest, bro. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving started in March for me. As soon as the COVID hit, everybody's working from home. You know, all these. You know, now, now I got the Uber. Can't I can't go to? I can't go sit down somewhere. That's very true. All That's of a sudden, the, the Uber Eats, the, the DoorDash, the Grubhub. I got all the apps on my phone. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, they're all on my phone. <laughs> I got the Wingstop, the Domino's, they're all on my phone. And, you know, I went through a period where I was okay at first. I, I, I was like, oh, you know, it's okay. But then once the pandemic got, you know, April, it's getting, you know, it's really here. It's, it's real. Everything shut down. Right. Everything just, just, just everything, everything just went like this. Like, you know, I wasn't eating, I, I wasn't eating sugars like that before. Now I'm eating sugars. Like now, like now I'm eating cookies. I'm eating cake. I'm eating Doritos. Like I'm just, everything. it's just, it's getting bad. It's, it's getting all bad. in the house. It's all in the house. All in the crib. Like, I mean, like, I go to a supermarket. I just go, I'm going to just bring this back here. I'm going to put it in a snack now. Now I'm on Zoom calls. Put the camera off. You know what I mean? I'm snacking more often. So Thanksgiving came for me kind of early. Right, right. So As I'm sure it did for a lot of people. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you a lot. That's, that, that may just be me. So how was so now... People have gained a lot of weight. People may have gained 20, 30, 40 pounds, right? And now they got to deal with that now because 2021, summertime comes, things could be a little bit better. They might want to go on vacation. Like, what would you say to somebody who says, look, D, I gained like 30, 40 pounds during the whole quarantine thing. Um, how do I get this weight off by summertime? Because they, because you know, everybody got to be summertime fine, right? So right. what would you say to that? The first, the, <laughs> it's so funny that you bring this up because I got a couple of clients or people that reached out to me like, you know, I'll put that mm -hmm. COVID-15 on, I'll put that COVID-25, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I, totally, I totally understand that here. First things first. Again, first things first. Like you just identified what the problem was. We got mm -hmm. to get right to that problem. Take it out the house. If you know you can't control it, take it out the house. That's, that's the first mm -hmm. thing I would say. Pantry clean out, fridge clean out. Like, get rid of, get rid of all those twenty twenty junk foods. You know what I'm saying? If if you if you're there already, you know what I'm saying? If some some people can have like, I'll, I'm be transparent again. There's certain snacks and things that I personally like. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it be like cake, like not really, not not really so much uh, cookies, but definitely like cakes or like pastries and things like that. I don't bring those things in my house. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. not, not in huge quantities, not in the Costco side. Right. BJ side of quantity because they, they're going in one day. They're going in one day. I was tearing Costco up, bro. I was tearing they're Costco going, they're, up. They're going in one day. So 
it's definitely time for a pantry clean out for anyone that's on here that has a fitness health goal for the next six months this year. Clean out the pantry. Like that's that's it. You can't keep it in the house. Like you you know you you know you're an addict. You itch you itching for it. Like you you said you need the sugar. Like you probably you probably feel that addiction right now. That shit that sugar rush that sugar high. So I would say completely take it out of before you do anything else. Completely take it out of your house. You know what I'm saying? And then you know there's some definitely some other steps. Uh, try to start getting two to three servings of fruits and vegetables a day. That's like non negotiable. So do that. Do your clean out first. And then, like I said, there, there needs to be some boundaries that you set up on the food because most people will move. Most people are going, even if you work, even if you had a desk job anyway, you still were going from your house, commuting to work. However, you had, however you got there, you know what I'm saying? So yes. that's extra steps, more calories burned in your office. You're walking around, you know, I mean, if you're still sitting down for a good portion of the day, I'm sure you're getting up, moving around a little bit more, mm-hmm. commuting back home. Now that extra energy has been cut. You know what I'm saying? So there needs to be some real, some serious boundaries that we set up on eating. And, and the other thing is most people, well, I'm not gonna say most, but a lot of people don't have really good food relationships, right? Relationships with food. So if you know, if you know you're someone that's an emotional eater, um, like I said, clean out the pantry mm-hmm. first, but then wow. there needs to be some strict boundaries that you set with food, you know? And when I'm coaching my clients, mm-hmm. I'm doing nutrition, uh, coaching with my clients that I do online. Um, that's one of the things I, I speak about before we, before we do anything else. It's, it's, it's first, I ask them a bunch of questions, try to identify like what's going on. And then we set up non-negotiable boundaries about their eating habits and food, whether that's stopping you eating a little bit early in, in the night. Cause some people, you know, COVID happened. We, some people, you know, we thought it was the end of the world. We was, we was eating until 12, one o'clock at night, 2 AM, like the snacks were there, you know? So, I, I don't fault anybody, but I, I, I get it. But now that we know that we're, we're living through this, um, it's about setting up some, some serious boundaries, you know, having water in the house and like, you know, the, the essentials, you know, everyone yeah. has yeah, yeah. specific needs, but definitely hydration. And I, and, and I'm saying like the essentials, you know, but mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't doing the things that they know, you know, True. we, we, True. we, we, we went off of that. So two to three servings of fruits and, and veg- veggies a day, non-negotiable, uh, if you're if you're a late night eater, I would say dial it back. You know, unless you're working overnight, you don't need to be eating that late. You know, if you if if plan plan your sleep first, getting oh getting adequate rest. That's another thing. You know, definitely with the COVID, COVID uh, whether it's the main the mental anxiety, stress. You know, a lot of people are going to bed really late, waking up really early, yeah. not sleeping that mm-hmm. much. You know, so try to work on uh, healthier sleeping patterns. That's huge. That's key. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spent a lot of time on electronic devices, or we're still spending a lot of time. This is the most time I've ever spent on a computer in my life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, legit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shutting, having a having a time to shut shut down is important. Mm-hmm. Again, at least when you're at work, you had that hour break that you know that you had to take for, for most people. Now people are working through lunch mm-hmm. on a computer. On the phone. We're working through that time, you know. So it's just like the food is right there. You know, some, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm in a, a drafting shirt up top and I'm on, I got pajama pants on the bottom. I'm right in the yeah. Yeah. Yo, it's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, the, with the snacks right here. Like, like you mm-hmm. said, I'm gonna turn my camera off. If my camera goes off, that, that means I'm probably snacking on something, you know? So yeah. we got to have those, we got to have those boundaries with the, the food. And, and interesting. And, because, and, and habits. And that's interesting also. Um, and I, Stacy said meal prep, meal planning, and I guess meal prepping. And I was big on that, right? I was big on meal prepping until COVID. Yep. Once COVID happened, and I'm at home because you know, like you're not traveling to work, like you know, right. like you're home. So all of that, oh, I got a meal prep on Sundays and all that stuff, kind of went out the window because it's like you said, you're you kind of powering through lunch, you know, like, and you might. And like your whole eating patterns could be completely off. Your, your yeah. schedule could be completely off. And if you're powering through lunch and you're doing zooms and things like that, by the time that you actually get a breather, you, you know what you do? The Uber Eats, the Grubhub. Yo, I'm so tired, yo. You try to make up for what you're gonna have. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And, you know, that's key. I mean, and you touched on something that can go way beyond COVID. It's keep mm-hmm. keep that same keep that same energy. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep, when you go away, same thing. I, I try to keep 
to the to the best of my ability, especially I mean food choices for sure, but you know the same type of habits. You know when people go on go on vacation, this, this never fails, or even during around the time of holidays. And if anybody's in here, they you know what I'm saying they can drop the heart right now. Um, we go so far off our diet and our plan. And I tell people that on time, like enjoy your time with your family. You know what I'm saying? Like food mm-hmm. doesn't need to be the center of everything. For a lot of people, you know that communal uh, that communal feeling and everything happens around food, right? But really, we should we should be enjoying the time and everything. So if you go on vacation, enjoy your vacation, but don't make food the center of your vacation. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't right. let, don't let the, uh, the 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 alcohol like and overindulging alcohol, you know what I'm saying? You get the all-inclusive, and it's like a free-for-all on vacation. Then you come home, and you're like, oh, I'm trying to get back from from vacation. You went on a four-day vacation that you got to take a whole week to, to recover from. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So now you're trying to get back, mm-hmm. you know? So say, the, the same rules apply. Keep keep the same energy even when you through, – throughout this time, when you go on vacation, you know, hopefully when things return back to some, some other sense of normalcy, as you go through the holidays, set up that plan. You know, like I said, set up that plan and keep that same. So I'm, I'm sure you would have did a whole lot better. Now, now look in hindsight, keeping that same meal prep, meal planning uh, idea, that same habit through COVID, you know, will definitely help you out. So, th- you know, that's what I would recommend. You know, you if we were kind of consulting right now, I would say, you know, like, let's. what does it take, Terrence, for us to get back to that? You know, and right. then slowly, surely, you know, we establish a habit to get you back on track. And you mentioned alcohol, too. And, um, you know, as far as vacationing, but alcohol was, you know, the liquor stores was, was an essential business. Um, you know, <laughs> that's crazy. That's, I heard, that's, that's another topic for another debate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I heard, I don't know how I know this, but there's an app that is like over East for, for liquor that pretty much you could just order the liquor to the crib and it's happy hour at noon now because you can order it in two hours. It's going to be at the crib. Um, and that's, and people go through things, right? And yeah. as like you said, they're emotional eaters, then they're emotional drinkers too, right? And then normally people have mixed drinks and, you know, the sodas and the juices and the sugar, right? And they're having this more in abundance and more often because normally like, you know, if you're on a train going to subway, this and that, like, you're not thinking about, oh, I can have a drink now unless you're going out with coworkers or something like that. But it's like, now, now it's like, yo, this is an arm's length of me of like, it's here. And it's like, oh well, I'm at, but I'm at work, but I'm still at home. Well, you know, I can start a little earlier, right? You know, right, and then it right, becomes right. now. Now it's like ten months worth of those of those habits now that right. that that you have to break. Um, so I I do like what you said about you know just changing like your eating habits, getting sleep, and also changing like your your probably your drinking habits too, because also people drink. To, yeah. to numb some of the pain that they're feeling emotionally um, from everything that's been going on, and and, and not just COVID. Yeah, you know yeah. we've been we've been trapped in like the house and looking at things. You know, uh, well, you already see what's on the TV, right? You know, uh, with the unrest, the civil unrest. Then we got COVID, and then we got all the political nonsense. People are, you know, man. You know, and yeah, people, right yeah. family members are, and people's family members are dropping like flies too. I, I have friends that have lost like four, four people in their household, like in yeah. one year. And it's, and so what do you do? It's like, you know, and that's how you keep going or you overeat. And those habits are something that you bring into 2021, right. you know, so those are things that at some point that we all got to break. Um, so speaking of that, Speaking with that, just that flow of you know, kind of mental health and just the emotional health. Yeah. How does fitness affect your mental health and your emotional health and your well-being? Fitness affects your mental health and your emotional health, well-being, because it definitely, I, I, I feel like it definitely gives you something to focus on. You know, it gives you a positive, a positive outlet for your for your energy, for your mood, for for anxiety, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it also it also releases endorphins, right? So when you're actually working out, good job. <laughs> when you work when you're working out, also it releases endorphins. So you feel good while you're doing it. And and if if not in the moment of doing it, you know, when you get sweating, your heart rate gets up, it, it, it releases those endorphins. That's really important. Um so but I also but I also feel like, like I said, you know, definitely your men- you you can't talk mental health without physical health. You can't talk physical health without mental health, right? They go hand in hand. I do feel like 
you know, if if one of those are a little off, and and as well spiritual health as well, that all intertwines. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. if, if if one of those things, all those things are off. If you just start in one area, it's almost like a snow, uh, a trickle trickle effect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but just going yeah. in the right direction, right? So when you start with the physical health, when you start with your physical health, you start moving a little bit more. You're like, oh wow, feel good. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me let me go meal prep now, right? Let me go let me go grocery shopping and get some healthier foods. So so now. So, because you're like, I did all this working out. I want to start seeing some results from it, right? Right. So now the nutrition, the nutrition starts to come into play. I have a couple of new clients, especially this year, that was like, you know what? Before this, my sleeping habits are really, really bad. Now that I'm working out, I'm able. I find that it's so much easier for me to go to sleep on time because now this extra energy, this anxiety that kept me up at night, I'm able to fall asleep. So now I'm getting better rest. So now I'm waking mm-hmm. up more energized. Now I'm also uh, a better. Uh, a better person to to coworkers if you're going into work, your spouse, your kids, because you don't feel so tense and so bound, you know, so so wound mm-hmm. up. Um, so yeah, like I, like I said, I would start with one area, and that's how physical, you know, that's how being more physically active. It, it could be, and, and, and let's not get it twisted. It could just be a walk, you know, out right. here, especially is uh, if any anyone else in, in the East Coast right now. It's been cold, but it's been a lot warmer. The, the winter's been more mild this year than, you know, a lot of other winters that we that we definitely had. The sun's been out. So even going for a walk, like, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be an hour and a half in the gym. It could be a 30, 20, 15-minute walk. You know, it could be mm-hmm. waking up first thing in the morning. And whether you're doing one of my on, on-demand classes on my website, you'll find. <laughs> or, just yeah. going on, or just going on YouTube and find, like, a yoga or a stretch video 10 minutes in the morning. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. Just, just get moving. Just get active. They have a lot of standing desks right now as well. That's what I, uh, mm-hmm. I have my laptop on, like a standing platform and podium. Right. You know, so just standing like that, that definitely helps. You know, sitting down for four mm-hmm. or five hours of the day, poor posture, those kind of things. Those really make people dodging. You know what I'm saying? So people don't, people, most people underestimate the, the benefits of just standing, moving around, just being more active, you know, but whenever possible, definitely get outside. Get some sun. Mm-hmm. Most people are, nowadays are vitamin D deficient. We don't spend enough time in the sun. So getting that extra walk, mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate for that. You know, because like you said, that commute going to work around the office, coming back, we we we've lost that time. If you work, you yeah. know, you, we've we've lost that. You know, because mm-hmm. people are not going going to work and things like that. So you got to fit it in somehow. So mm-hmm. physical fitness, walking, mm-hmm. workouts, stretching. Will will definitely uh, set you up to be in a better place mentally, your energy, your mood. It can also help you sleep, you know, definitely. So if you're struggling with any of those things, get active, um, and slowly but surely, it definitely comes into play. And then you know, so, finally, you know, I would also say, you know, if it hasn't been working out on your own, reach out to a professional. You know, what I'm saying, reach out to an expert in that field for sure. So I'm glad you brought something up. Um, well, two things. I'm going to get to the first one is you said, you know, the mental health and the physical health and physical health all aligns with, with that. And I, I, I'm glad you said that because I find that a lot of times like we're obsessed with looking good. Right. So we so we go to the gym to like that's the thing. Like we have to go to the gym and you see all the models online and it's like and, and you're not looking like that. Right. Or whatever the case is. And you feel bad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, oh, I can never look. And it's like it's it's rare that to, well in my experience that you hear like somebody like yourself say man like it's not just about you know physically looking good nah it's about your mental health too like it, all that stuff goes hand in hand and your mental health is important it's not just about going to the gym and out out benching somebody right or just taking pictures and selfies like nah like it's really about your mental health it's about just wellness. Right? right, and I think right. that's so important because it's not so shallow, you know, to where somebody, some people may not even want to get started because they might feel like they can't look like another person. You know, right? You know what I'm saying? Because we've become, you know, social media is a gift and a curse, but everything is, oh, look at me, look at my fit at the gym, look at how good I look with my shirt off and stuff like that. And there's a place for that, I understand. But people don't really understand just how much that, like, your physical really intertwines like with your mental health That's and especially for our, for, for our community, we really need to have, start having conversations about our mental health. Cause I do realize that we do have a lot of conversations surrounding physical health, you know, fitness, I got to look good on the outside, but like what's going on up, up here. 
because there's right. a lot of things and people are grieving different things and going through different things every single day. But we ain't talk about our mental fitness. We always talk about just trying to look good, man. So that's why I say, man, I appreciate you bringing that out, man, because we need to, we need more of that 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 type of talk and more and that type of conversation, man. So I just want to say I appreciate you bringing that up, man. And, and like I said, absolutely, bro. I mean, whether it be people like yourself, and I see what you put out. We don't talk talk all the time, but I see what you put out and the energy and the positivity you put out. You know that mm -hmm. that's important. I, I I speak about this all the time. You know, it's more it's more than just what you ingest physically. It's what you it's what you listen to. It's what you're looking at. You know, those type of things. And to be to be totally honest, I get clients that come in, or I, you know, that would come into the gym at the time when we were open, and some of them will be, you know, working out, and you know, they would they would they would tell me that you know they're here because they they like the communal aspect of it. They like to be able to see their friends and to talk to people and stuff like that. It's an outlet. It's a way for them to get out. You know, so a lot of people mm -hmm. are working out for much more re much more much deeper reasons than just to aesthetically look good. And if that and, mm -hmm. if, and if aesthetics is the only thing you're working out for, you should probably I would recommend that you probably attach yourself to a deeper goal. Like what about you losing that weight is really important. It's so funny you asked me this question. I just put this up the other day. You you see my Instagram mm -hmm. what's about it. It has to be a holistic look at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So even if mm -hmm. you lose the weight, are you still gonna be self conscious? You know what I'm saying? How is that gonna help you with your self esteem? Um, right. You know, how's that going to help you with your health? Like, all, all of these things play a huge part. Like, what what's the underlying re reason to why we're really working out? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, because, and, and, and on the flip side of that, you could be aesthetically in a good place and mentally not be in a good place. You know what I'm saying? Mentally be, like I said, mm -hmm. uh, fighting through depression, fighting through anxiety, you know, all these other, I believe the mental health stuff is definitely up to you, my man, Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Muller, my, my, my brother. I can't go without mm -hmm. speaking him and to put him in the, in the conversation because I've learned so much from him. Mm -hmm. He's a licensed mental health therapist, um, and counselor mm -hmm. like yourself. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's huge, bro. So we can't, we cannot, we cannot uh, have this conversation about fit, being physically fit, nutrition, without having that, that conversation about mental health because it all goes together. You know, and there's a lot of people. And truth be told, there's a lot of people out there that are working out, that are, that putting hours into the gym all the time because they're trying to because that's an escape for them as well. So it, yeah. it can become an unhealthy thing too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you because be, you're still you, not addressing because you're not addressing what's going on and what you're feeling. You're just pumping iron. You know what I mean? And, 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 and you're releasing stress, but you're not addressing. The, the things that you need to address and unpacking all the things that you need to unpack, you know? So I think like, I feel like if somebody come, is, is coming to see you, they need to book an appointment with the therapist right, right after, you know what I'm saying? Like they need to get the therapy. We're going you know to peel back the layers. That's, 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 yeah. very true. We're, that's very true. We, we're definitely going to peel back the layers. I'm like, so, so why do you want to do this again? You want to work out? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And honestly, that's the only way that, and that's the only way that these results are really going to last. You know, I, I said on my live right. like before, before the new year, the new year began, mm -hmm. but I, I'm no longer training anymore. Right. Like I'm no longer talking right. about what's the best way to do these push-ups. Should I be lifting heavier weights? Should I be doing cardio before my work? Like that, mm -hmm. that, that's good. Right. That's, that's good to get you going, but what's going to actually mm -hmm. help you last? Cause I'm, it, it's so frustrating for me when I have clients that do really well, two months in, three months, six months in, but what happens after a year, two years? Are you able to still maintain those type of results? You know, and again, like right. I said, it, 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 it's the habits that you develop that are going to get mm -hmm. you through. Not the best workout plan, not the best meal plan that's going to get you get you th through doing that. Um, it was just mm -hmm. really one of the reasons why I wanted to really adopt the, the, the coaching aspect of what I do, not just training. But before, like, I can give someone a meal plan. I can give you a, a meal plan right now, Terrence. I mean, like, right. yeah, by, by April, you need shredded, right? Yeah. But after mm -hmm. April, once you get off that meal plan, once you step foot on that on that beach coming come June, it's yeah. all out the window. You know what I'm saying? Or I can Finish. teach you how. You know what I'm saying? I can, right. give you, I can give you what to do, but if mm -hmm. I teach you how, it'd be a whole lot better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it might take you mm -hmm. a little bit longer, but it's also going to help you to sustain you know what I'm saying, and 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 that's what we got to get to too. You know what I'm saying. So mm -hmm. that that's my message. That's 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 what I'm pumping out.
You know what I'm saying? It's not the, mm -hmm. it's not the, it's not the sexiest idea. You know what I'm saying? It's not, right. it's not the 30 day makeover. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the lifelong makeover. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. And, and, um, it's crazy because the second thing is you brought up stretching. So I'm, so I'm going to tell you something real quick. Recovery. You know, I'm beyond, Recovery. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. And you said it was walking and stretching. So I went for a walk. Uh, I think it was about June. I went for a walk. I think it was about 30 minutes, a nice 30 minute walk, man. So I didn't stretch at all. I, I, I just said, hey, I'm just going to get out there and walk. It's not, it shouldn't be a problem. So I, I, I did my 30 minute walk, took a back home, sat on the couch. I did one of these uh, knee, a knee to chest stretches. And on the way down, on the way down, pop. No, it was a damn pop, pop. And I was like, whoa, like, what was that? Like, I didn't know what it was. I, so I tried to get up, came right, right back down. Boom. Couldn't put any weight on it. Long story short, I had to go to the doctor. I, you know, I had torn tendons in, in my quad. Tore, I tore tendons in my quad. That's what I did. Wow. So I was like, man, you know, because I thought about it, and I was like, maybe should I have stretched? And I was like, but I don't know if that would have helped, or if that's just some real old man stuff. I felt like I felt like an old guy. I didn't have any war stories. I felt like I should have had a better story of how I tore tendons in my quad. Right. But I don't. That's just how it happened. I'm going to be honest with you. And do you think that was because of the stretch, the lack of me not stretching? I, I mean, I feel like it was, um, but... I don't know what happened, man. I just took a walk, bro. I just took a whole walk, <laughs> and I got locked up so crazy, man. I was in physical oh, therapy for like a month and a half, bro. Listen, listen let, me, <laughs> let, me, let, let, me, let me tell you before I answer your question, right? Even, so for me, for me, I, I, I was going to the gym real, real well. I was in the gym, you know what I'm saying, going, going to the gym, lifting everything like that. Between March and October, I took that complete all that time off. And yeah, I know home workouts, but I'm, I'm speaking about for me personally. Of course, I did push-ups uh -huh. and stuff like that. I teach my classes. Like, I'm actually doing my classes and sweating. Right. But lifting weights, how I like to lift weights, is totally different. Mm -hmm. Bruh, the time when I went back to the gym with my boy, my lifting partner, in October, it was a humbling, humbling feeling, bro. I was I was on the, I was on the bar, but I was using just the bar. <laughs> Let me get back to how this goes. So, the most important thing when you are starting back, and I just want to tie this back into everyone else that's yeah. on here as well with yourself. I don't think it was the lack of stretching. I I know it was because of the deconditioning that happened all those months, and you went out there too strong. Maybe you should just went with a a slower pace, just one time around the block. Oh, but, but again, one time, again, oh man, one, one time, just one time. I know it don't <laughs> seem it doesn't seem like much, but that's a, that's the difference though. You don't want to go out there on that mile walk. Like, yeah, let me go do that. That 30, 45 minute walk. Yeah, yeah, that brisk walk, right? And, yeah. and, and then you got to recover for for two weeks. <laughs> it was a month you know, and a half. We all be like this on that, on that roller coaster. So mm -hmm. slow and steady. But definitely the warm up would, would have probably helped to alleviate that. But just start off, start off slow. You know what I'm saying? It was Ooh. real humble going back into the gym, bro. People, people, you know, you put in the machine, taking a pin and putting it down uh -huh. here where all the heavyweights is at. And you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. this like, you like, Hold yeah, up. Something, something wrong with this machine right here. <laughs> like, nah, nothing wrong with the machine. It's, it's the deconditioning, bro. It, ha it happens quick. It happens fast. It happens yeah, fast. Yeah, man. Bro. Slow and steady. It was wild. It was wild, man, because people were asking me, how, yo, how'd you take your tendons and your quads? And I was like, I, you know, I went for a walk. And they were like, what? I was like, yep, I, I just went for a walk. I got up, I went for a walk. <laughs> so it's out. Uh, I, I, I felt so crazy, bro. Um, I was and like, man, this is so old man story. story. Now I'm trying to go for a walk after that. They was like, yo, what kind of walk was this? <laughs> yo, nah, they were they were just like, bro, you. Uh, so you getting older, like, so you just getting out of bed and just hurting yourself. And I was just like, yeah, I guess that's it. But I think you're right. I think I should have been. <laughs> yeah, we got. We, 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 we gotta. We gotta stop saying. We gotta stop saying that because I, I rebuke that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> I rebuke. I'm like, damn. Nah. You know, you know what happens as you get older. You also get more responsibilities, and you, you yeah. also for most people, you know, it, when I wasn't driving the car, I was walking around everywhere. So that's a lot of exercise that you was getting yes. in. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But then as responsibilities come along, and and you might be sitting down at a desk job, you, you're just moving less. You know what I'm saying? 
the access to food is also different. So now, now you can get the Uber Eats. You know what I'm saying? I I remember when I used yeah. to have to like budget out five dollars for the day. Now you now you Fast. spend fifteen dollars on a meal. You you know what I'm saying? Yep. So we mm-hmm. we we gotta start perpetuating <laughs> that story of like we get older because I do have I do have some clients that that are much older than I am and they're like and they're doing it like this is this is what I did. So I like so I just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna make a sure to post about that too. Let's, let's I think you let's, should. Let's, Let's normalize. Let's normalize effectively, effectively getting older. You know what I'm saying? Everyone yes, thinks that you yes. know, your, your health should diminish and things like that. It doesn't have to. It's, it's all about the decision that you make right now. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So. Mm-hmm. so you mentioned stuff about you know crash diets, and my thing is, so what are some of the pitfalls that? that we could avoid, you know, cause there's, there's, there's a lot of programs, you know, it's a lot of, um, you know, get, get lean quick, get ripped quick, get, get a bigger buck quick. Like everything is quick, 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 man. Like, like, so what is the true, like, what are the, some of the pitfalls to avoid, you know, like just kind of throwing your money into a certain program or wasting your time, just trying to get things faster, man. Yo, that's a, that's an excellent question. Um, and to, to be honest, like I said, Everyone, everyone is different. Everyone is totally different. I feel that from a, from the, and my philosophy doesn't fit everyone's. My philosophy mm-hmm. that I'm on right now is is about long term health, sustainable. You know, um, that's just where I am for the past mm-hmm. for the past uh, fourteen months. I've been following a plant based diet. Like ninety nine percent of my meals have been plant based. Uh, wow. Wow. So no no animal products whatsoever no 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 eggs no dairy you know no fish and probably in the last year and a half I don't want to say this too loud because my wife would be like no we had fish on vacation you know uh, yeah. I, I can count on like on one hand the amount of times that I've had fish and and, and that was it but um wow in the past year and a half since October 2019 um so at the end of the at b- b- before you begin any program I think most people need to to, to to understand what it really takes, they need to understand themselves, like have a little bit of awareness. So if you know, if you know for a fact that you cannot live without eating carbohydrates, right? And I'm just throwing that term out there because yeah, yeah. you know, most people don't know what carbohydrates are exactly, but pretty much everything is a carb except for meat. But if you know you can't mm-hmm. live without eating rice, that you know that's one of your favorite foods and things like that, you, mm-hmm. you have a pretty good handle on how much you should be eating. Portion control aside then doing something that's like a, a no-carb diet is probably not going to work for you long-term. You know what I'm saying? That That's my philosophy. Mm-hmm. People are like, I don't want to give up my favorite foods. Okay, you don't. So that lo- that no-carb diet is probably not going to work for you because mm. when you do it long enough, you're probably going to want to binge, and then there goes all your results that you worked so hard for the last two weeks on that you saw all the greatest results in your life. You're like, oh, this really works. But as soon as you go off, you know, all that weight comes back on. You know, so... Like I said, being be got you got to be realistic with yourself. If if you've never worked, <laughs> I got to get close to the camera when I say this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you've never worked out before, right, mm-hmm. and you go on a plan that's like, oh, this needs to be an everyday plan for whatever the twenty days, forty days, whatever whatever the case may be. It's probably going to be really hard for you to stick to that type of plan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or or if you're going in, into it with the mindset like. I'm gonna work out every single day. That's another thing that happens to people too. They, it's it's good to be ambitious about your goals, but at some point we have mm-hmm. to be realistic with them as well. On based right. on what we've been doing so far, so if you haven't been working mm-hmm. at all, right, zero workouts mm-hmm. per week, it's kind of it's it's really ambitious to say I'm gonna go I'm gonna work out five days a week starting January first, Monday through Friday, because mm-hmm. you only get two off days. That's Saturday and Sunday. So if Monday you wake up and you're like, ah, I don't really feel like doing it, and then then the day ends, your work day ends, and you didn't work out in the evening. That's it. Your five your five day goal is shot. And for most people, right. that's like too much to do with, and they they won't work out Tuesday through Friday. So I think that going yeah. into any plan or program, you need to go in with real realistic expectations. And this is how I would go about choosing the right plan for you. It needs to mm-hmm. be it needs to be something that is three things. I, I would say three three tips that I would get free jewels right here. I'm dropping. I, I normally only give this away to my coaching program. It needs to be safe. That's number one. It needs to be okay. safe. It needs to be something that you're not going to hurt yourself, hurt your hurt your uh, immune system, uh, not your immune system, but hurt your metabolism, things like that, not cutting your calories super, super low. It needs to be 
it needs to be simple that you're that constantly that you're able to constantly follow it right it needs to be like a plan that's like oh, okay i could do this it's simple enough you know what i'm saying not like if i was working out with somebody and i sent them to the gym and say hey you're gonna do these three movements you're gonna do drop sets and then we're gonna mm-hmm. do a pyramid at the end you know all this jargon you know what I'm saying? it needs to be something simple right and the last thing mm-hmm. it needs to be sustainable it needs to be something that Normally, if it's safe and it's simple, and it's it's gonna be sustainable. So sustainable. So those are three essence, mm-hmm. three tips I give. It needs to be something that you can see yourself doing for a long term, right? More than just thirty days, six months, a year. But you know, for, for, for most people, God willingly, life is long, right? This is not gonna be something that you're gonna be doing just for this birthday. It's gonna be right. for birthdays to come. You know, to last mm-hmm. you well into your into your later years. So. Those are my three things. I would say any plan needs to be safe, simple, sustainable. Hmm. Safe, simple, sustainable. Dope. Shout out, um, to, shout out to Rain before the person I was telling about that story. She just jumped. Mm-hmm. She just jumped in here. So, so shout out. Shout to, out to Rain. Right shout, out, shout out to Rain. She'll tell you that story about when I gave her the flyer. <laughs> I'm a trader too, bro. <laughs> yeah. Back in, shout back shout in out to Rain. Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, those three things. Safe. Simple, sustainable. If you don't get, if you get nothing else from this talk right now, conversations <laughs> of the heart with T. Tillman <laughs> and Mister Nick Hopper, your yeah. plan for twenty twenty one needs to be safe, simple, sustainable. No matter what you're trying to do. Bet. Um, so be, be, before I let you go, I want to know what's your top five workouts that you enjoy. Top five workout, like type of workout, like anything. Yeah. Yeah, how um, you enjoy doing? That's a great question. My top five workouts, I really, me personally. Yeah, you personally. I, I personally love weight training. I, I, I love weightlifting. I love, I love mm-hmm. weightlifting. I love going going to the gym and like some, I, my boy calls it, my, my man uh, Bernard Henry on Cross the Sanctuary, he calls it grunt work. I, I love going to the gym and lifting, mm-hmm. lifting heavy weights. It makes me feel good. Uh, <laughs> beige of sweetness. She's at burpees. <laughs> um, that would probably be number two. My my second love is mm-hmm. like CrossFit style training, hit training. I I do enjoy that. I personally enjoy that as long as it's safe. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, uh, number three would probably definitely be um like uh you know daily activity and movements. I, I love the outdoors. I really love getting outside. Probably not as much as lifting. If I if I could lift outdoors. If I could lift outdoors, whew, I would I would that would be it for me. I would work out all day long outside. I would never walk work out. And under the sun, it don't matter. Like mm-hmm. I'll work out outdoors all day long. So outdoor activity definitely. Uh four number like I said, one was number one was weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Two, like those hit style movements, three is outdoor activities, anything, hiking, running, like I don't I, I like being outdoors. Forward, probably, I would say the recovery stuff, the yoga. I haven't done too much of it personally. Um, I've done it like at conferences and, and things like that, but I've personally not taken a whole lot of yoga classes. Mm-hmm. I don't get more into that myself. Um, so number four would definitely be recovery work. And I don't know what five would be, honestly. Five, if four is recovery work, number five would have to be uh, – I don't know. We have to come back to you now. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> yeah, I bet, man. Listen, man. Well, speaking of that, well, number five is I, like I said. I haven't done a lot of like cycle classes and things like that, but I love outdoor activity, so that includes everything. But uh, yeah, number five would probably be like something like rowing. See, more special. Shout out to Rain. She was thinking what I said, but I wasn't gonna say it. Um, shout, shout out to Rain. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, listen, my brother. Um, we we're pretty much out of time, but I just want to salute you. Thank you for putting on for Queens, man. Um, you're doing an incredible job out here for the, uh, for the community, bro. Um, and I, yo, listen, man, we honor you, man. We love you, man. We really do appreciate you, man. Thank you for doing this with me, man. We need more brothers out, out there like you, man, for real, man. Tell the people how how they can find you. Give them the website and all that. We got like 40 seconds. Well, you can go on to, well, thank you again, bro. Like anyone that's already following me and not following Terrence Tillman, Conversation of the Heart, this is an amazing platform. You have a ton of different uh, professionals on here. So thank you for the opportunity, bro. Um, we have to continue to build in, in platforms like this. So we're definitely going to do that. Yeah. Um, anyone that's following me can, can go to my go to my page. Right now, anyone that's on right now can go to my page, click the link in my bio, find out more about me. 
about my classes and the packages that I offer, as well as going to loseentone.com, uh, spell out the way it is, L-O-S-E, the letter N-T-O-N-E.com. Um, and yeah, and, and they can book classes through there. You can reach out to me via DM. If you're watching this afterwards as well, if you're watching it now, you can always DM me. I get yeah. back to everybody in my DMs most of the time. So mm-hmm. uh, there's always no Perfect. spam. But yeah, DMs definitely, I'll get back. Perfect, brother. Yo, thank you again, bro. We got to do a part two to this thing, man. We will, we will, um, we will. Oh, But again, man, thank you, brother. I, I salute you always, man. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Have a great night. All right. You too, bro. Peace. And that's the wrap. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to Conversations of the Heart, man. It is your boy, T-Tell. Tune in for episode three of season two next week. All right, y'all. Peace.